0: Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Donald Trump is in the news again. Uh, he uh, was at a rally, well, that's a typical Trump rally, I suppose, actually speaking at uh, the uh, North Carolina uh, State Republican Party Convention. Uh, he uh, joined a chorus of Republican politicians criticizing Anthony Fauci. Nothing new there. Also hinted uh, that he may take another run at the White House in 2024. Uh, not so sure about that one either, given some of his legal problems. Joining us to talk about all this is uh, Elliot Tepper, Professor Emeritus of Political Science at Carleton University. Elliot, uh, great to have you with us. Hope you had a great weekend.
1: <laughs> good morning
0: bill uh donald trump in the news again nothing new here a lot of the same rhetoric that we saw and rally after rally after rally uh i i saw some voice clips and some stuff on, on the media uh on uh, the national news course and uh the networks on sunday uh <laughs> he's he's running again i mean it's pretty obvious right now this is, he's still uh, i think well as the guy that introduced him said uh he's still our president he still thinks he's going to walk into the white house
1: yes the uh this is the first of a projected series of return to rallies. He plans to uh, reemerge as a speaker now, and, and these rallies, of course, are central to his appeal to his supporters across the country.
0: And and it's the same script that we've had. I guess the other question I've got is, and you talked about this with us many many times since the election uh, last November. Uh, there was a, a, a an element of the american public and certainly of the american media that thought well he's just going to fade away uh, they're going to understand that he's a loser we don't want to be with a loser uh... he's not going anywhere uh... even the people that uh, that took shots at him including mitch mcconnell uh... still genuflect in front of this guy uh... and he's talking about running again uh... i know there are a, a handful of other people elliot that would love to have the republican nomination in twenty twenty four Uh, Mike Pence being one of them, uh, are are they just going to clear the way for Trump again, or is there going to be a competition, do you think?
1: There will be no competition if he decides he wants to run and if he's able to run. uh, As you mentioned in passing and as we've discussed many times, whether he's available to run uh, is another issue. He's got very severe legal problems. Uh, The grand juries in in New York State are opening up right now. So the, the possibility that he will have both financial as well as legal problems that might keep him out. and Of course, there's always the health qu- question at his age and with his vigor and his um, diet, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Diet Coke, Pepsi, Diet Coke, I guess. But the, yes, the, there's no question at all that all of the other people who are running are running as successors to and the carrier of the flag of Trumpism in the party. They are all positioning themselves to say, we are the true real Trump people here. And uh, that's the kind of person you really need to lead our party if Donald Trump isn't available. But if he's available, uh, it's his. The nomination is his
0: is this the new republican party there was always a concern that, okay this is a radical element of it uh but you know they'll come to their senses and and they'll go back to the the, the days of bush and reagan and 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 that ilk of course that uh, that had so such great success as republicans uh there's a few of them left Mitt romney uh, lynn cheney uh, folks like that who are still considering themselves to be republicans but how much longer is this going to go on are, are, are we looking at the beginnings of another party here or what's what's going to happen how do you see for, foresee this happening or turning out
1: at the moment the way it's turning out is that there's a very small splinter of the traditionalists the traditional republicans who carry the flag of the party as they've known it but none of the other leading uh, spokespeople none of the other contenders even mike pence i mean there's really the two mikes there's mike pence and mike pompeo who would be the obvious leading contenders but remember, Ted Cruz came in second last time. This, this is a party that chose Donald Trump. And if they didn't have Donald Trump, they would have taken Ted Cruz as their number two. And he's clearly still positioning himself along with Josh Hawley and Tom Cotton. But they're all in the, in the Trump wing of the party. There is no Trump wing of the party. The Republican Party is the Trump party. The question that you just raised is, well, will there be another party? And there is some rumblings that there might be some kind of a, a challenge of, you know, the true Republicans putting up a separate party. I, if those rarely go anywhere in American politics, and if they do that, it might indeed dilute the Republican voting, uh, divide the voting block. But right now, this party is, is the Trump party. The fact that we have not been hearing from him does not mean that he's not been busy. You know, I've talked about this. There was a fluid moment after January 6th when maybe, possibly, the party might have moved in a different direction, and he disappeared from our view because he's off Twitter and Facebook, and, and uh, interesting, Fox News wouldn't run <laughs> this guy, the, the rally that we just uh, you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't carried live by any major network, including Fox News, but the, um, he was just very busy consolidating his control over the party. He controls the party base, that base controls the machinery, the machinery controls the Republicans that we see, and and you and I have talked about this many times, asking the visible Republicans, the elected face of the party, to be different than their own electoral base and also the machinery that's controlled by that base is futile. You have to look to the base itself, and that base is a Trump base.
0: Elliot, uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Fox News and, and Trump, is that divorce final?
1: No, I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't say anything's final when it comes to Fox News. And, um, and their effort to remain, and this is the, an interesting side struggle, to remain the voice to the base. Uh, Donald Trump really abandoned them uh, at a key moment because they were the ones, because remember, there's the opinion side of Fox and the news side of Fox. Yeah. The news side of Fox called Arizona, uh, in Trump's view early, uh, called Arizona for, for Biden. And Trump never forgave them and did split at that point with, with Fox. But Fox was immediately in January 6th the ones that, on the opinion side, one after the other, said, oh, these are Antifa people, they're not really Trump people. So there's really a battle now to uh, to remain relevant as the voice to the republican base and fox clearly still has a is is the primary contender in that and donald trump if if and as when they need each other they'll get back together
0: i mean when you look at at, at- what went on in Fox there, uh, and you and I have talked about this. That uh, without Fox, there would be no Donald Trump presidency. That just wasn't going to happen. He needed that platform. He needed that national network exposure. But it wasn't Chris Wallace or, or people like that were giving it to him. It was it was Hannity. It was Tucker Carlson. It was mm-hmm. it was that. It's the evening shows that that actually yeah. grew the 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 aura of and and the mythology, I guess, around Donald Trump, wasn't it?
1: Yes, and they they um, remained the most popular. According to ratings, the most popular shows are Tucker Carlson's and Hannity, I think, seconded in that. So, no, the, the, the fact that Twitter has cut him off and Facebook has cut him off, at least for two years, does cramp his style, but it does not at all shake uh, his, his uh, control over the Republican Party because he controls the loyalty of the base.
0: So with that in mind, it's, it's a matter of, uh, of when there's going to be a, some sort of a reconciliation. I, mean, I, I can see that happening. Uh, uh, the wild card in this, though, as you mentioned, is what's going on in the Southern District of New York and other places, by yeah, the way. There's, there's, a, there's other investigations that are ongoing, too, and not just with Trump but with his children uh, and a number of things. And, and these are serious charges. I mean, you've outlined exactly what could happen. Uh, he could go to jail for a long, long time if he is found guilty, if, if he's charged. But there seems to be an inevitability to that. So what about the Hollies? and the pompeos and and the others uh are, are they just looking to say okay if that should happen maybe some of them are hoping it will happen uh whoever he taps on the shoulder and says this is my person this is my guy they're all sapping to be men uh is is that what they're shooting for they, they don't want to be number two they want to be 1a
1: yes they're they're competing to be uh, it, it's rather a cynical game saying we are just so loyal to trump but actually we We hope he's not going to be there. So they're positioning themselves to pick up the fallen flag and to carry it forward into the future. The the fact that the party itself may nominate people that Donald Trump now is backing. For example, in North Carolina, he just made a selection as to who the party should nominate to uh, fill. There's an open seat there and, and, you know, who's going to run. And Laura Trump was who once upon a time lived there, and she was thinking of moving back and taking it. No, she says she's not going to run. She wants to spend time with her kids. So at the last minute, uh, he just picked one of the other candidates. His his picking in those candidates can make the difference. We've seen that over and over and over again. Uh, they can get the nomination, but are they the kind of people who then can carry the general electorate, even in a state like North Carolina? North Carolina's now much more evenly split between
0: republicans and democrats there was some talk a, a couple of months ago now uh, about biden's popularity and, and he was yep. at all-time high on a national level uh, but the concern here is not so much 2024 as, as you talked about it's it's the midterm elections yep. uh, where elections especially democratic presidents can lose the house maybe even lose the senate uh, which is you know on his side right now and that pretty much you know uh, I guess uh, disarms any future president because you just can't get legislation through. You can ask Obama all about that and what happened with his second term. Uh, Is there a concern now that there's a resurgence in Republican support here simply because Trump is back out there and and he has that platform now? I mean, America is is getting back to normal. Rallies are going to be the the norm now and he's going to be there. You know he's going to be there.
1: Some very interesting considerations on on the midterms and they're coming up very quickly. One, as you pointed out, it's the, the American tradition is that the party in power loses a lot of seats in the midterms. So the, plus, the Republicans did very, very well last time. They happened to lose the presidency and two seats in Georgia, but they really maintain control over a lot of the state legislatures that in turn are in charge of the electoral machinery, but also in charge of redistricting. So you could say right now in the abstract that the Republicans have already gained the House because they only really needed I don't know, a switch of five or six seats and redistricting alone, which they're now going to control, plus gerrymandering, plus these voter suppression laws. That's probably enough to, to, uh, to put them over the top. But um, we have the countervailing notion here that, first of all, Trump's not going to be on the ticket. Will his people really show up in the numbers necessary uh, in a midterm in an election where he's not actually physically on the ticket? Second of all, Biden is sending checks. Biden is really doing a lot to really change the American dynamic, political dynamic as well, by the rescue package, getting wrestling COVID to the ground. And incidentally, we didn't talk about this, but that North Carolina rally uh, (laughs) in North Carolina, uh, that state is well, well behind, as are the other southern states in getting their vaccinations. And and, uh, Donald Trump did not take that occasion to say, not only did I, through Operation Warp Speed, give you the, vac- the world of vaccines, he did not turn to his people and say, go get those vaccines. So there's real concern that there will be you know, COVID <laughs> spread in, in Trump territory uh, by the time of the election. But that's a, uh, he, he did not say, I want to save my electors by saying, you know, go get your shot. The, the arithmetic right now is that the Democrats are more likely than not to lose but the republicans are excellent at playing the culture war game they can distract and distract and distract Uh, the question is with abortion now not as lively a topic because it looks like that's well in hand donald trump got a number of justices appointed including the supreme court that's a big one Uh, the race issue that's always valuable for the republicans but you know unless something really happens uh... more recently there's the transgender issue how long can they ride that culture war? I think, interestingly, the um, the Democrats split over terrorism and Hamas, I think, might come back to bite the Democrats, because right now the Fox News and Republicans are talking about the Democrats as the Hamas caucus. Can they add that on as a motivator in the culture wars to get the turnout they need? So that there are... Arithmetic issues here and political issues as to who's going to govern in America after the midterm elections. But the odds still favor the Republicans.
0: Yeah, the uh, the relief checks are an interesting story. I'm sure that you saw the story a couple of weeks ago uh, about a number of Republicans, including Lindsey Graham, by the way, that are putting ads out on local TV stations Uh down there, uh, congratulating (laughs) themselves for giving (laughs) these checks to people, even though they all voted against it.
1: Yes, And, and this comes down to something you and I have talked about repeatedly is you know the republicans really have a keen eye for gaining power they really are as you can see by all of these if you can put it this way the, the shameless all those voting suppression bills which are now going through and which will succeed in suppressing the vote of democrats this isn't me saying so this is the democrats saying so uh, all over particularly in the south and jim crow 2.0 and all that but the the uh, Republicans are really good campaigners. The Democrats lost seats in the House last time out when they thought they were going to gain about a dozen. and Instead, they lost a bunch. The Democrats are very big on principle. The Republicans are very big on power. And when we're talking about the midterms coming up, I think that will factor in.
0: Well, it's hard to be principled when you lose, <laughs> and that's, that's a message I think the Democrats learned the hard way, I guess, in November, as you say, with some of those, ha- those House seats, and uh, it's going to be fascinating to see just how the spin goes and who's buying into it. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for this. Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll harp- hook up again in just a couple of days and uh, talk about some of these other developments. So I appreciate the time. Stay well.
1: Yeah, anytime, anytime, Billy. Yeah, stay well. We're on the right track, but uh, everybody has to stay healthy.